The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Let me tell you about who deserves a shot in the United States. Let's hear it. I'm the champion. I ought to know. You know, I've, I've been sizing up guys since I came to WCW. And I think the one guy that stands out the most, the guy that I think has earned a title shot, L. Dandy, I think you're a heck of a wrestler. You're a great technician in the ring, and you're a jam-up guy. Whoa. I don't see any Whoa. reason. Wait a minute. L. Dandy has been wrestling in, in, in the cruiserweight division here. Please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but thank goodness sakes, it's 50 pounds Who are you to, to, to doubt L. Dandy? Because this guy's a serious professional. Well, let's talk about some serious professionals. How about hypnosis? Let's get so Psychosis? Psychosis? Whatever, whatever. He's a great wrestler, you know. Hello. And welcome to episode 241 of the WrestleCast. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by the RawCast reporter himself, Samuel Kalunga. What's going hey, on, hey. Sam? What's going on? Just read that uh, Muhammad, Muhammad Hassan actually came back to wrestling last year. Oh, really? I had no idea. Yeah, 2018, May 2018, he was somewhere. Well, hopefully they don't have him doing the terrible gimmick that got him kicked off of American TV when he was like, one of the hottest things in WWE at the time. The network was like, yeah, we can't have this. <laughs> uh, he's very talented, though. Too bad he couldn't. Yeah, I used to see him in OVW when he was like, he was, I, forgot what, I don't know if he was going under his real name or what. But uh, yeah, I saw him. No, I think was he magnet? Was he magnet? I don't know what the heck he was using. He was using a name, but yeah, I used to watch OVW a lot back before he debuted on WWE TV, and the guy was really good. The WrestleCast is a part of the CSPN, and you can find the CSPN on the web at www.cspn.us. You can also. Download and subscribe to the WrestleCast through iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, YouTube, TuneIn Radio, and any other podcasting platform or app. Just search WrestleCast. All right, Sam, you can take us away to Monday Night Raw live from San Jose. More like live from Hulu. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna give you this Hulu review here, uh, with the uh, caveat that you must chime in whenever you know, I miss something pertinent. And by pertinent, I don't mean like Alicia Fox walking backstage. Unfortunately, we haven't seen Foxy lately, but I'll make sure uh, I'll try uh, to keep the. Uh, you, you, you know what I mean? Like so and so arrived. <laughs> I do have to I do have to say one thing though. This Hulu version is like a lot tighter and a lot more concise, and this is an actually this wasn't actually this was actually a good show because I watched the Hulu version. If I watched a three hour version, I don't know if I would be saying the same thing. Exactly. But like this, I was really impressed. I was like, wow, look at what look what they do when they uh, trim away all the bullshit. Now you probably got about ninety percent of the uh, bullshit out of it, and then about ten percent in the show. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there was still a lot of horse shit in here, but it was okay. I mean, I didn't hate it too much. So, okay, so we start out with uh, Seth Rollins comes down to cut a boring 20-minute promo. Apparently, he brought that chair with him all the way from Saudi Arabia. Uh, he talks about leaving Brock Lesnar laid out. 
uh, Boring Corbin comes down and begins to speak, and the crowd boos him. And the two talk smack. <laughs> He's got heat. Corbin says he did not get defeated by Seth at the show. It was John Cone who cost him the match, and not the former baseball player, the referee, John Cone. Mm-hmm. And John Cone has been severely punished, which is kind of odd because he was on the show again. So I don't know what kind of punishment he received. Uh, we get to see that the... Uh, oh, yeah, we also get to see that match again at Stomping Grounds. And also he gets picked to... Oh, yeah, also uh, Corbin gets to pick the guest referee for that show. Uh, Seth says he can't get a guest referee. No, wait. Seth says that Baron can't get a guest referee that likes him because no one likes him. Sami Zayn, another guy who was screwed over by Saudi Arabia, comes out. And Zayn says that he likes Seth. But Seth is caught up in a swirl of toxic masculinity with Brock Lesnar because he, only because he's the champ. He suggests Boring Corbin should be champion. Kevin Owens comes out. He agrees with Sammy about everything. The two go back. Uh, KO and uh, Seth go back and forth. Seth Rollins makes his own main event against KO tonight. Uh, Michael Cole tries to save this by stating that he hopes WWE officials will let this match happen tonight. Uh, stuff from uh, Saudi Arabia. Michael Cole says that WWE is cross-cultural. Uh, Lars Sullivan versus the Lucha House Party. This is an elimination match. For some reason, uh, Lars, beat, Lars beats all three men up and then focuses on Kalisto. He beats him up and pins him. Lindsay Dorado is next to get pinned. Then Grand Metal League gets his turn to get his ass whooped. Sullivan goes for the pin, but then raises him up before the three count. Sullivan goes outside and shoves Kalisto into the steel steps. Lars goes for another pin on Metal League, but lifts him up again. He goes to beat up Lindsay Dorado, then gives a flying headbutt to Grand Metal League and finally pins him. Yeah. Uh, Lars Sullivan is injured, by the way. Oh, yeah. When did this happen? Uh, This happened after this match, after Monday Night Raw. Yeah. So they show Lacey Evans backstage. And look, look, Don, it's Becky Lynch with her boyfriend, Seth Rollins. They actually said that. Yeah, they've been saying that for like uh, about a month and a half now, ever since it oh. came out on uh, on Twitter. I guess. I mean, I don't know. Still no um, on-screen acknowledgement of Charlotte and seeing Almas, though. Hmm. Wonder why. Uh, Lacey Evans and Becky Lynch do have a split-screen interview. They should go back and forth a bit. Uh, you know, this Southern Belle character that Lacey has going on would be great for WoW, but this is awful for the modern era uh Reality era WWE. Just kind of, it seems out of place. Uh, Becky goes off, tells her to. I thought I thought this was funny. She tells her to put on her granny sneakers and get in the ring. <laughs> this was actually a pretty good uh, little split screen interview. Old school. Lacey couldn't keep up with Becky though. Becky would just, and all she could do was just deflect, which I guess is part of her character. I guess I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alexa Bliss and Nikki cross backstage. Alexa tells Nikki that Bailey is a master manipulator. When the two were in NXT together, Bailey treated Alexa horribly. And I swear to God, Don, I swear to God, Alexa calls her a San Jose hometown hooker. <laughs> but apparently she said hugger. Yeah, hugger. 
H U G G E R. I swear to God, she said hometown hooker. No, and if she if she might have meant like, she might have meant like you know they tell like a wrestler yeah, a hooker. Real, yeah, mm-hmm. there you go, exactly. <laughs> right. No, she's a real shooter, and she done. <laughs> uh, so the two hug and whatnot, and I have. So what did Alexa do to what did Alexa do to Nikki to get her to? Not want to be her friend or whatever. Uh, she's trying to win her back. What happened here? No, um, she d- was just nice to Nikki, and Nikki, you know, she's doing that thing where she's gonna eventually turn on her, but she's getting her on her side, so she's telling her all the things she needs to tell her and stuff. It'd be great if, like, the whole time that. Alexa thought she was playing Nikki. Nikki was actually playing her. That's kind of what I want to happen, but don't think not. that's gonna happen. But yeah, that would be a good twist. Because Nikki's like she's a crazy person. Like, why is she behaving normally? Only she's not behaving normally. She's still kind of off her rocker a little bit, <laughs> but you know, it's it's just uh, Alexa Bliss is trying to you know. Get some, get somebody to back her up. You know, Alexa needs a, she needs some backup always. Right. Let's see. Tasha interviews Born Corbin. She asks, "Who is going to be the special guest referee?" He says, "Someone who who's good at her job." So she's out. Yeah, let's see here. Sami Zayn arrives and needs to have a parlay with Corbin. Corbin sends Tasha away, and we go to commercial. Uh, Becky Lynch and Bailey versus Alexa Bliss and Lacey Evans. So, is there anything? Is anything oh, been cut you, out? You actually? miss Miss TV if some oh, Joe comes out. Yeah, they. Yeah. Uh, Joe gets the, you know he's talking with Miz and then like everybody comes out. Cesaro comes out. Braun comes out. Ricochet comes out, and they're all talking about they want the U.S. title. And when Cesaro comes out, he attacks Ricochet, and they all start brawling so that leads to this six man match between Ricochet, The Miz and Braun versus Bobby Lashley Samoa Joe and Cesaro Lashley takes out Braun and Cesaro uppercuts The Miz for a two count Miz counters the gotch and then hits the skull crushing finale and then Ricochet lands on Cesaro with the 630 and Ricochet, Miz and Braun get the win nice you know, I was watching uh, the minion and your boy Tai Chi. He's giving all, he usually gives off a lot of uh, Miz vibes, where he's like a, just a, a not very aggressive worker. But uh, at the minion, he actually showed out. I was actually impressed. Oh, Taichi's been stepping his shit up for the last like maybe three months or so. Man, he's been killing it. See, but see, I, at first I thought that was his, his, his character. He's just a lazy fuck. Oh, no. No. It's just that it just depends on who he's wrestling. When he wrestles like Ishii and some of these guys like that, yeah, man, he turns Because that match he had to get, he had that, that whole thing with uh, Naito, that wasn't very great. That wasn't very, you know, the whole thing where he had somebody beat him up and then he went and like was like really, really lax with him. Mm-hmm. And then they had like the most lax match ever. Yeah, that, that was not. That did not break any. Uh, that did not make my socks roll up and down. 
But uh, anyway, all right, back to Raw. Uh, Becky Lynch and Bailey versus Alexa Bliss and Lacey Evans. Fairly decent match. Lacey still needs a lot of work. Um, I was impressed with the sick uh, Miss Moonsault that she did. Mm-hmm. That was pretty. She looks she looks really good doing the moonsault. Yeah, that's the moonsault she did that fucked up Natalia. So that's the reason why she misses it now. Oh, okay. They don't want her to kill anyone. Right. Uh, Becky chases Lacey. Lacey throws Nikki Cross in her way and then hits Becky with the women's right. Bailey goes off the ropes and Lacey hits the women's right on Bailey. Alexa sets Bailey up, goes to the top rope. Lacey reaches out her hand. But I don't know if it was just like a camera angle, but it doesn't it doesn't look like Alexa actually tagged her. Uh, Alexa goes for the twist of bliss. Bailey puts the knees up. Lacey gets in, hits the women's right, and pins Bailey one, two, three. Dude, I mean, have you looked at the replay of any or anything? Nope. I don't think she tagged her. Nope. I only watched this I only watched this stuff one time, man. Okay, good. <laughs> I don't be trying to watch no replays. But it was just weird how like they immediately covered it up. He's like, she she, she tagged her. He just didn't see it. All right, so yeah. So uh, the uh, the heels get the win here. Pretty good stuff. The that Lacey looks good. It's just like she's, she's bad. green. Yeah, she just needs experience. You know, she just but she needs... looks she has a presence in the ring. Right. Right. But it's just like she's sometimes it looks like she just gets lost. But it's it's just I just chalked it up to her being you. Yeah. 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 Uh, Sammy Zayn walks into Shane McMahon's office. He wants to be the referee for tonight's main event. Sort of like an audition for Boring Corbin. Why is Sammy trying to suck up to Corbin? Uh, uh, it's not really to Corbin. It's just the damn... He's just try- is he just trying to fuck with Seth? Yeah. Seth? yeah. And it's the damn wild card rule. So they have this wild card rule where they have to have these other people come in from the shows and say this is just a way to get Sammy involved as the wild card. Sammy and Kevin are SmackDown guys, but they have. So is it a, is it a different person every time? Or yeah, 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 yeah. They, they have a. You can have up to four different people from. Because I didn't because like, when I heard about that, I didn't understand how it worked. Yep, that's I thought it was just going to be like those four set permanent. Oh no 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 no. You can go back. So it's just anybody. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yep. So any 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 old body could just show up. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Shane says that he'll make Sammy the outside referee. Uh, Paul Heyman is in the ring. He says, last week Brock did not cash in on Seth Rollins. He says Brock says he can cash in on Seth any night, but he will beat him up every night. So this is like one time I saw I was, I passed by this biker bar gone. And uh, the sign outside says, ladies night is Thursday night, but bike night is every night. <laughs> so similar concept here, I'm guessing. All right, so Paul calls Seth a, wrestler, a reckless thug because by giving Brock the beatdown, he has guaranteed that Brock will continue to be Mr. Beast in the bank. So now Brock simply won't tell anyone what he's going to cash in. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I can just show up. I don't have to be at every show. He lays out different hypothetical scenarios, including Brock being a special guest referee at Stomping Grounds. Uh, he says Brock is going to put such a beating on Seth Rollins that it will break the PG era. And that's not a prediction. It's not a prediction. It's not even a spoiler. It's a guarantee. So I'm pretty sure I'm missing some stuff here. But the, the next thing I see is Shane and Drew. Uh, the R-Truths and uh, 
the 24 competitors, they got stuck in the elevator. And so, oh, with EC3, right? Yeah, yeah, they're still yeah, stuck in this. the elevator. Uh, R Truth has his phone, but he doesn't have any bars. EC3 pulls out a fork and talks about they might have to resort to cannibalism. <laughs> then the Iconics have demanded top competition and they brought in San Jose's finest. So the Iconics, of course, face off against a you know local tag team. Billy Kay hits a big boot at the bell and follows with kicks. Peyton Royce tags in. The Iconics do their pose. Peyton follows with knee strikes, and then they hit a double-team knee strike, and the Iconics get the win. Stop that. So he's a uh, – what's his name? That's uh, uh, Rockstar Spud. Oh, Drake Maverick. No, he, is he – I, I keep forgetting what they call him there. Yeah, Drake. Is he is he really is he gonna marry that tall girl? I thought they were already married. Uh, he's getting married, he said, but I don't know what tall girl he, you're you're referring to, sir. He he was the oh my god, he needs to he needs to look her up. Uh, uh, hold on. She was in. I think she was actually in the in the May Young Classic one year. Uh, really, really tall girl. Um, it's funny because. <laughs> They were in the elevator, and Archie just like, I'm scared of Hornswoggle. And he's like, I'm not Hornswoggle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, he was dating this girl named Renee Michelle, this really tall girl. I don't know if that's who he's marrying or what. You should Google her. Wrestler Renee Michelle. She's also an indie wrestler. I forgot what else she was on. But uh, check her out when you get the chance, Don. Will do. All right. Yeah, that was they were engaged for a while. I don't know. I don't. There's been years though. It's been a couple of years. So I don't know. All right. So she met and Drew McIntyre are out holding a celebration in the ring. Uh, Shane talks about beating Roman Reigns. Drew calls Roman the measuring stick in WWE. When he loses, it turns heads. Drew says that he's not only going to beat Roman Reigns at stomping grounds, he's going to humiliate him. So I guess we're having this match again. No, Drew and Roman are gonna wrestle at Stopping Ground. No, they had they've had that match. When didn't they wrestle at WrestleMania? Mm, yeah, this will be the rematch of the WrestleMania match. Remember, I, I was fighting. Uh, I was fighting Frostbite, so I don't remember too much. <laughs> uh, so uh, Shane goes to pop some champagne. He pours a bottle into his best in the world cup. Uh, the best Renee can say is "ew, dirty." Uh, they call out the revival. Shane tells him that they have a triple threat match coming up, and that they will be invited to the party if they can bring a little gold. Uh, the revival versus the Usos versus Ryder and Hawkins. Ryder and Hawkins are interviewed. They say that they know their Cinderella story will end at some point, but the clock hasn't hit midnight yet. So the Usos are just killing everyone in this match. He put in all that work. Uh, Jay super kicking folks. And then Dawson tags in. Dash holds back, back Jimmy Uso while Dawson pins Ryder. So we have new tag team champions. It's about damn time. Fucking Hawkins and Ryder. What an embarrassment. <laughs> yeah. Like as soon as this one, dude, when they won, I was like, what the fuck? So, yeah. So now, did they actually get to uh, celebrate with uh, Shane and Drew? 
Because if they didn't, if they, they did, did, I, I missed it. Show it. It wasn't online. Yeah, they didn't show it. Okay. So, Firefly Funhouse time. Uh, Bray greets everyone with Konnichiwa, my. No, I'm just kidding. He didn't say that part. Uh, Bray is fixing a sign, and the rabbit and monster thing are fighting. Bray threatens to sick the fiend on them. Uh, Bray thinks about it, does some morphing, and then gives the rabbit the floor. Rabbit says, It's not cool to eat your friends, no matter how hungry you are. He says he's about to expose how things really are at the fun house. Bray picks him up and wearing a clown nose. He's kind of sort of painted like the way Jericho does now. I don't know if you noticed that or not. What do you mean playing what by the way Jericho does? The way Jericho paints his face now. Okay, right. Bray had that Bray kinda had that going on. I didn't notice that this time. Yeah. These so things has, creep me out, so I don't really be really into They don't creep me out, they're just fucking weird. So he asked Rabbit why he would do something like that. He tosses Rabbit aside and smashes him with his big hammer. Uh, he asks Rabbit if he's okay, picks him up, there's blood on the floor. You can see Rabbit's guts. Ray tastes the blood and says, Yowie, wowie, it's delicious. So is this some kind of subliminal thing that we aren't privy to? I mean, is he talking in code or something to all of these little things are different reincarnations. Do they have little of, little yeah. drops in there or something? They're all reincarnations of him. So now talk about the things that he says, like the whole eating your friends and oh. he's about to expose knows, how things are. Man. Who who knows, dude? Is he just like say is it is it more like the thing where he was just saying a bunch of random spooky shit? Does it make any sense? Nah, he's got a little bit more of a uh, uh, you can follow what he's trying to say, message in his thing. You just have to kind of because even from the very the beginning of it, even from the very beginning of it, when he was like konnichiwa, like isn't that like a Japanese greeting? It might have been. This might have been their week to take their shots at John Moxley in Japan. Ah, as I'm saying, like everything. Everything that all these characters say, they mean something to somebody in some way. Mm-hmm. Like, I think this is all just code. Like Huss's last week was Husky Harris, and he was talking to him about, oh, you got to be in shape. You got to be, you can't reach your goals if you're not in shape. And so that was like what Vince used to tell him. And then that's when Vince they had the evil devil come up and then the muscle man dance and all that. <laughs> so it's all about like, you know, so now when you look at Bray Wyatt, he's all slimmed down and everything. He's gotten into shape. So that's what that one was about. Right. But yeah, like he's wearing a clown nose and he has on like the Jericho type face paint. So I don't know. This was really weird. I'm kind of digging it though. We'll see what happens next week. So uh, Seth Rollins versus Kevin Owens. Sami Zayn is the outside referee. Anything, uh, is there any kind of gap that I missed? Um, just that the they're still trapped in the elevator. The elevator finally opens. They all attra- attack our truth, but he escapes back onto the elevator, and that's how he holds on to the title. Nice. All right, so Sami Zayn comes out and checks both men for weapons. Seth gets a deep search while Owens just gets a couple of light brushes. Now the match begins. They should have gone somewhere with that. Like Owens should have had a weapon or something. For an object. <laughs> With all the checking. <laughs> yeah. 
Because you know, Owens didn't get any kind of. He's just like, mm, <laughs> it's like, do you, you have a? He yeah, asked Seth Rollins, "Do you have a blade? <laughs> do you have a knife?" Or something like that? <laughs> so the match begins. Rollins goes for a pin. Sammy Zane hops up and distracts the referee. Uh, Seth gets it going in the ring. Zane jumps up and reminds Rollins of the rules. Owens is putting it on Rollins mostly because of Sammy's distractions and interferences. Rollins starts to gain momentum with the sling blade, but Owens cuts him off before he can capitalize. The two go back and forth. Rollins climbs up on the top rope, but then Sami Zayn gets in the ring to check on Owens and demands that Rollins get down. After the distraction, KO tries to roll up Seth, no avail. Zayn checks on Owens on the outside. Rollins hits a suicide dive and takes both men out. Rollins hits a curb stop, goes for the pin, but then Zayn pulls the referee out. Sami checks on KO after arguing with John Cohn. Zane argues with Rollins, says he's an official. Rollins says he's not an official, calls him a little slimy, and then grabs him by the shirt. Sammy calls to the bill, and KO wins by DQ. Rollins unloads on Sammy Zane. Boring Corbin arrives and beats up Rollins. Rollins makes a comeback, runs Corbin off, hits Sammy with a chair, and then gives him the listener treatment. He strips Sammy of his referee shirt and curb stomps him as Corbin looks on from the stage. And that is your Monday Night Raw. Can Seth get it done right now? Can he do it? This is when Seth falls back into old habits, routines that could be disastrous. driving Owens into the barricade. And Sammy's aim. Yeah, I believe Sammy was taken out as well. Caught in the crossfire. Stop! I can't believe he did it. Cover by Rollins. Hey! can celebrate all he wants, but he's going to give that victory to his buddy Sami Zayn. Oh, and a right hand by Rollins, and now Rollins unloading on Sami Zayn. This is going to cost Rollins big bucks. I don't Come think on, Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin, Rollins' opponent, stomping grounds, is out here to take out the champion. And Baron Corbin with a steel chair, Rollins able to counter. That could have been disastrous. And we know what Rollins can do with a chair. We saw that Friday. Sami Zayn. Sami's going to get a taste. Wrong place, wrong time. Baron Corbin looking on to what his fate could be at stopping grounds. Sami Zayn's getting the Brock Lesnar treatment from Seth Rollins. And Rollins completely destroyed the beast at Super Showdown. He'd love to do it tonight. You can out-wrestle me. You can out-fight me. Or you can 
good main event. Yeah, I, I really like that it was different than what we usually get. I mean, they actually put in put some thought into this. And uh, Sammy took a hell of an ass beating. <laughs> right. Yeah, but yeah, like if if I'm judging just by the Hulu version, this was really good. Like like I said, like once when they strip away all the crap, it's it's a good show. <laughs> Look how much stripping away of the crap they had to do though. I know they took a lot of stuff out, right? So yeah, it, I don't know. It, it, it wasn't that good live. Like if they if they did this if they did this and the crap that they and the stuff that they would have put on, they just put it like on like you know, well, I'm just saying if SmackDown wasn't a thing and all we had was raw and it was three hours, they could just chop it up in half and just put it on put the rest on SmackDown. Or like the stories that they were gonna do and stuff. Instead we retreated to three hours of bullshit and then another two hour show on Thursday. Well, it's just the uh, it's just the way it, it goes. And in October, it's all going to change because Fox is going to want the big guns and the big and the big production and all that stuff. So it's going to do a whole one eighty. Yeah, SmackDown is not going to be SmackDown when that happens because they're going to have like a. So the thing is, like, why it's so different is because it doesn't have the spotlight on them. When it moves to Fox, you know everything's going to come. They need, you're gonna have, they're gonna have to. It's kind of like when I, when I say like if they actually put NXT on like as like as like on the main on the on actual television and stuff, mm-hmm. it would be a lot different than what you get on the WWE network. That's why I hope they never touch it. They were talking about maybe it coming to like FS1 or something. Oh yeah, I heard about deal. that. I hope it doesn't, man. No, you know, like the, some some years ago they were they were saying the USA wanted it. Well, I, I, it, in theory, if that was the third hour, like if Raw was two hours and then that third hour was NXT, I'll go for that if they could keep NXT in the current form. Tape it at full sale and still do it the way they do yeah. it. I mean, like, yeah, like I said, I mean, if there was a, if NXT had that, had that spotlight on them, it, it would be a completely different show. No, I'm glad it doesn't. And Triple H is the man. <laughs> the Book of Man. Did you see that thing on on Twitter earlier where somebody was talking about like if WWE cured cancer, then like how would people complain about it? And like the, <laughs> the thing I said was like, oh look at them finally giving Triple H a shot. <laughs> that was my answer. So yeah, that was Monday Night Raw. So if you can uh according to Sam, if you can Watch it via Hulu. It may increase your enjoyment. It's fucking amazing. I'm telling you. I I suggest just go through and watch the YouTube clips. It's the same thing, but in like a third of the time, you can watch the whole three hour show in about 30 minutes worth of YouTube clips. Promos and all. Mm-hmm. So since we are void of our SmackDown Matters correspondent, Miss Didi Jone, this week. I'm going to fill in for her. And we start off SmackDown with Ms. TV. Do we have that on Raw already? 
<laughs> yeah, they they basically gave you a whole bunch of the Miz right here in this first half of SmackDown. Uh, he has to follow the script, so he introduces Shane McMahon. He comes out with Elias and Drew. Shane has Greg Hamilton do the proper introduction. Uh, Shane brought out Elias as his musical guest. Elias plays his tune. Saint Shane says he beat Roman, and he's just like he said he would because he's the best in the world. Miz claims that Shane's accomplishments are all tainted and that he and Roman Reigns destroyed him. Shane says he sees it differently. Miz then shows footage of Reigns commenting in Saudi Arabia about the loss where he said that Shane beat him because someone gave it to him and that he'll beat Drew at stomping ground. Drew says that Roman let his emotions get the best of him, but that he enjoys hurting people. And in two weeks, he will kick Reigns head off. Miz says Drew, Drew's potential is being ruined because he's being Shane's lackey. Shane says the Miz resents him because Shane has his number, just like he does with Roman. Miz calls Shane talentless, and Shane offers him another shot at the best in the world. On one condition, he has to be Elias and Drew, and then he'll get his rematch with Shane. First matchup, the Miz versus Elias. Miz counters to drift away, but Elias lands a set-out powerbomb for two. Elias heads up top and misses the elbow drop. The skull-crushing finale uh, lands, and the Miz gets the win. So we go right into Drew McIntyre versus the Miz. Shane distracts the Miz. We get a headbutt by Drew McIntyre, followed by the Claymore, and Drew McIntyre gets the win. Shane gets in the ring, and he offers Miz his rematch right now. And so, of course, he attacks the Miz. He works him over, and he locks on the uh, inverted triangle, and the Miz taps out. So you got Miz TV, and then you got three straight Miz matches. Too much Miz. Oh, God. (laughs) I mean, I know they're trying to, like, boost up his baby face run and everything, but that was too much Miz. And it is a TV show, too. (laughs) Right. They show Sonya and Mandy Rose bullying Ember Moon backstage. Daniel Bryan says we're in for a treat tonight as the Planets Tag Team Champions are defending their titles against the Yolo County Tag Team Champions. Heavy Machinery arrives and says that the champions are ducking them. Heavy Machinery says that they would be the champions if they got the title shot. Brian says they haven't earned a title shot. So Heavy Machinery, they face off against the the Yolo County Tag Team Champions. Tucker runs wild the bell. He tags in Otis. Otis falls with the Caterpillar. Heavy Machinery hits the Compactor, and Heavy Machinery gets the win. R-Truth talks with Carmella about his 24-7 title run. He says it's ruining his life, but he can't let it go. R-Truth hides, but it ends up being a locked cargo box. Jinder Mahal finds him, and he tries to find a crowbar so he can get him out. Carmella versus Sonya Deville. Carmella gets the code of silence, but Mandy puts Sonya's foot on the ropes. Carmella dumps Sonya and follows with a suicide dive. Back in the ring, Mandy looks to attack. 
But she eats a super kick, and that's when Sonya hits a knee strike, and Sonya Deville gets the win. Alexa Bliss, she's drinking coffee, and she meets with Nikki Cross. Bliss says there has been negative reaction to Nikki on social media following Raw, including from Bailey. Bliss got Nikki a match with Bailey tonight so that she can get some payback. The New Day comes out. They're here to celebrate, and we have a long promo session. They, they celebrate Kofi's win against Dolph Ziggler. Big E's back. Big E says that if he had a title run for every return, he'd be Charlotte Flair. <laughs> That's not the first time that they've made mention of Charlotte, like in that kind of way. Uh, they have this match tonight, and they says they're going to get it over with quickly because Xavier Woods has got to get back to E3. Dolph Ziggler comes out. He says Kofi betrayed him and the fans and is only still champion due to Xavier helping him. Dolph says it should have been him, but it's stomping ground, so there will be no help and nowhere to hide or no one to save him, and then it will be Dolph. Kofi says Dolph attacked Woods, and that's why there was retaliation. Sammy and Kevin come out. Sammy runs down Kofi for his actions, and he says when Woods and Kofi cheat, these disgruntled fans don't care about justice. He and Kevin enjoy beating up the New Day, and Big E says they enjoy Rollins wearing out Sammy's narrow ass with that chair on Monday Night Raw. <laughs> Sammy says there should have been suspensions since he was a referee. Dolph says Kofi is the biggest hypocrite of them all. Big E says that Kofi's run isn't about them. It's about Kofi's passion to be the best. And Kofi promises to remain the champion at Stomping Ground. They show Bailey walking. She's asked about Alexa Bliss's comments from earlier. Bailey said that she would defeat Nikki and move on to beat Alexa at Stomping Grounds. Now, this guy. Aleister Black, he cuts a promo, noting that no one has answered his challenge. He has them open the door and yells at someone to come pick a fight with him. How about you decide to show up to an arena, sir? Has he not been coming or what's been going on there? He's in the back or somewhere in this smoky field place offset from the arena. And for the past three weeks, he's been asking for somebody to come pick a fight with him. How, oh, okay. How well, he wants, you, fight, he wants to have a fight in the, in the, you know, where the fuck machine is. How about you come out to the ring and challenge somebody, then somebody might be more likely to come out there and do a little something. (laughs) I don't get what, I guess they don't have anything for him. So this is the best thing they got for him, but I don't know, man, they really haven't done him or Ricochet a lot of justice since they split the tag team up. I actually wasn't really too excited about that tag team to begin with. It was like right when they started kind of clicking a little bit and they got some matching gear and they finally kind of realized that, oh, you know what? We thought we was going to come up here and be singles, but we actually might be a tag team for a minute. Right when they started getting their kind of tag team groove on, they split them up. (laughs) Typical WWE. 
Uh, Bailey faced off against Nikki Cross. Nikki fights off the Bailey to belly, but Bailey hits the German suplex. Bliss distracts Bailey, and Nikki cradles her for a two count. Bailey then cuts Nikki off. She heads up top, and she hits the top rope elbow drop, and Bailey gets the win. Nice. Gender, he's back with the crowbar, and he's searching for R Truth. But the box he's in has been loaded on a truck, and it's headed to Monday Night Raw. And that Monday Night Raw will be taking place in L.A. Kayla Braxton talks with Apollo Crews. Apollo talks about Andrade's attack last week, and he says when he gets a chance, he'll get revenge. That's when Zalita Vega arrives and says that Andrade is still upset and will make sure Cruz doesn't have a match again. Chad Gable, he arrives and he just stands there taking notes. He also cut his hair. I don't know what they're doing with Chad Gable and Bobby Roode, but it ain't good. (laughs) Main event time, Dolph Ziggler, Kevin Owens, and Sami Zayn versus The New Day. Dolph cuts off the suicide spear by Big E, but Big E cuts Ziggler off and he tags in Kofi. But Sammy makes the save. Dolph then accidentally super kicks Sammy. Kofi hits the trouble in paradise, followed by a second trouble in paradise, and he pins Sammy Zayn, and the new day get the win. Here we go! Survival for the new day. Oh! Survival for the WWE Champion before his steel cage title match at Stomping Ground. But now it's Xavier Woods unloading on the wild card Sami Zayn. Now Sami Zayn wildly swinging here at Xavier Woods. Boom! Big forearm smash from Woods. Zayn is out. And I think Woods is about to take to the air. Takes out Ziggler and Zayn. Kevin Owens, a man that Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston, they trusted at one point when they were vulnerable. Oh, big power slam. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, Woods got him. He got him. Wait, Owens still got him, but nearly put him away. Oh, how Woods kicked out of that one. This speaks to the quickness of Kevin Owens and the beating that Woods has taken. Attempting to escape, but just not quick enough. And KO back on the attack. Well, now Owens. Oh, call of the DDT by Woods. Does Woods have enough left to make the tag? Woods has a clear path. Two anxious partners on the outside. Here comes Ziggler. Oh, and Xavier is tagged in Biggie. Oh, my gosh. Biggie's been dying for this opportunity. Back in action for the first time in a few weeks. Big E unleashing all his fury on Dolph Ziggler. Big E first arrived in WWE at the side of Dolph Ziggler. It's all come full circle. Now he's closing Ziggler, middle of the ring. Kofi is legal as well. Kofi thought Dolph was legal. Shut to the eyes. Oh, oh, and a super kick to Zane. Kofi out of the way just in time. Super kick to Woods. Trouble in paradise. 
And now Kobe with his eyes set on Sami Zayn. Another one. This time to Zayn. Cover. New Day wins. Here are your winners. The New Day. Big E said it earlier tonight. Kofi Kingston is willing to walk through fire to prove that he's the best at what he does. The WWE Champion rolling towards his next defense against Dolph Ziggler at Stomping Grounds. And this was how SmackDown ended for this week. So what rating would you give this one? Uh, SmackDown was probably about a 6 out of 10. It's just over a midway show. They don't have any. They don't. They're. They don't. They're. Uh, like I said last week, with the wild card, um, and people going in and out, they're kind of missing something. Like you know, they don't have AJ anymore. Uh, they don't have Samoa Joe anymore. So they're kind of trying to find their their way with Dolph and uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn as the top you know, heel guys and stuff. So it, they're still trying to find a groove, I think. I see. Before we talk about NXT, just want to let everybody know that they can support the WrestleCast by going to CSPN.us, clicking on Keep Our Podcast free at the top of the page. Support our sponsors, Amazon, Blue Apron, Busted Tees, Audible, do some shopping with any of our sponsors. Some of your purchase comes back to the CSPN to help keep the WrestleCast free each and every week. So please keep our podcast free by going to CSPN.us and shopping with our sponsors. NXT time. We start off with Candice LeRae and Io Shirai versus Marina Shafir and Jasmine Duke. Io Shirai does the Baszler arm stomp to Jasmine Duke, and then she hits the double knees and the moonsault to the floor, and that takes out Shayna Baszler. Candice LeRae follows with the suicide dive. Baszler is then tossed to the steps, and the bell rings as Io Shirai kicks Baszler's ass in the crowd. Candice LeRae, she's fighting off Jasmine Duke and Marina Shafir, and then they are finally separated, so this is a no contest. Have the uh, other two horsewomen uh, improved the any since, since? No, this was their first match in a long, long time, and not really. Jasmine Duke looks really good. She looks like she's improved a lot, but uh, Marina Shafir still got a lot of work to do. They have a lot of work to do on their ring uh, entrance and stuff. They don't really. They didn't get no pop and. What they do in the ring is kind of uh, lackluster. So, yeah, they got a lot of work to do. Hmm. The Velveteen Dream, he cuts promo just about his overall greatness. Damian Priest, a.k.a. Punishment Martinez, a video package. What did they give him? Damian Priest. All right. And he's going to debut next week. Kushida and Drew Gulak in a submissions match. They trade strikes from their knees. We get a throat punch by Kushida and the back handspring elbow follows that up. We get the PK and then Kushida locks on the hoverboard lock 
or the Kimura, and Drew Gulak taps out. This was a really good technical match. Uh, Matt Classic, basically both guys trying to work in and out of different submissions and counters. Then Kushida kind of dirtied it up a little bit, and then he got the hoverboard lock and he got the win. Really enjoyed that. Vanessa Bourne and Aaliyah are interviewed. They're insulted that Mia Yim thinks that she deserves a title shot. So they bought her a fashion, English, and grammar books to help her out. It's announced that in two weeks, Shayna Shayna Baszler will defend the title against Io Shirai in a steel cage match. Then they recap Mansoor winning the Saudi, uh, the excuse me, the Super Showdown Battle Royal, 50-man Battle Royal. And next up, Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong in the main event against Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch. They all trade strikes. It completely breaks down and everyone is down. Jackson Riker arrives and chokeslams the security guy on the floor. The Undisputed Era gets distracted. They get ran together, and that allows Danny Birch to cradle Kyle O'Reilly for the win. And that's how your NXT ended for this week. Hmm. Who is this Danny Birch character? Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch, uh, 1-2. They've been in NXT for a minute, man. Oh, who's Danny Birch? I don't know who it is. Uh, He's a British guy. Uh, yeah, he's he's like a older British guy, shooter guy, ball head. Good man. Team one two, they're the shit. If you're looking for our recap of the Super Showdown, you can find that over on our Patreon page. It's a part of this week's Dark Match. So subscribe to the Dark Match through Patreon at patreon.com forward slash CSPN Media. Now, Sam, you wanted to touch on some things from Dominion uh, uh, before we wanted to get... We, we, kind of, we, we kind of talked about it in the dark match a little bit. Okay. All right. So... Yeah, and, I mean, uh, it was a good, good show. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was really uh, good. Check out Cast a Strong Style. We've got the uh, review up. Me and Anwar Starwin, we share our commentary with color on the events that took place uh, this past Sunday in Dominion. It's kind of odd that Yoshihashi would get the pin over Zack Sabre Jr., uh, they're setting up a British heavyweight title match between Yoshihashi and. I know. Like, what really? Him? Yeah. Well, yeah, they gotta have matches, man. They gotta create matches a little bit. And plus, they're trying to get Yoshihashi over for the twenty seventh time. Well, good luck with that. <laughs> uh, let's see what other. Uh, you know, he like did the same thing Titus did, but unlike Titus, yeah, he no, actually I hit the yeah. ring and broke actually, his face. Yeah. Like New Japan actually had some decorum and took it out of the of the of the actual video. Oh, oh, they, it's not in the replay. Uh, they they straight took it out. It doesn't really exist anymore. Unlike WWE, which can't you know they can't help but show that shit over and over. Yeah, but yeah, the Yoshiashi had to miss like four months because he had. Yeah, he came back. Came back at the uh, uh, New Year's Dash, didn't he? Yep, yep, yep. Had to get his face redone. Jeez, he's still walking around with that Gandalf stick. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. But no, I enjoyed the show. The main event was pretty good. Uh, man, Jericho, that man knows how to draw heat. Don't he? And, 
their post-match promo. <laughs> and they and set they, up. Uh, off, I got something for you too. <laughs> and they set up a great match between him and 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 uh, Tanahashi in the future. So he's like, "Okada, like, oh, enjoy that title." Yeah. <laughs> he's like, "I'm still the greatest in the world, even in this bullshit country." <laughs> I was like, "Man, that, that guy is so great." <laughs> yeah, man. What'd you think about Double or Nothing? Did we talk about that? Did you get a chance uh, to get your thoughts on it? I, okay, since I had to watch Bootleg, I couldn't. Get, I didn't get to watch everything. Right. But uh, the little uh, the Cody and uh, Dustin match was really, really good. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the other stuff I was either hit or miss. To be honest, I was like, yeah, some of it was just like, like I didn't really get to the. Uh, Young Bucks and uh, Lucha Brothers right. didn't do much. Didn't do much for me. Really? Yeah. I thought that yeah. match was really good. You have to remember how I was watching it. I couldn't actually pay oh. attention for two. <laughs> right? Did you? Uh, yeah, you got to get it. Un, you got to get an unfiltered uh, edition of it where you can really take it in. Because that that match is really good. The uh, um. The Joshi match, the six women, Japanese women tag team match, that shit's really Oh, that was pretty good. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah. Uh, I was kind of disappointed in Awesome Kong. She didn't, the way that, the way that they were, Brandy Rose was building her and the way they were talking about her, I just thought she was going to go in there and clean house. No, she spent most of the match on the floor. I know she's, she's, she's not the same Kong anymore. She got hurt. Mm-hmm. And after she got hurt, it just doesn't seem like it ever worked out for her again. And I think it just might have been an introduction to get her just into the promotion. So they just might have just, you know, get it for the pop, do what you can. And then we'll, you know, once we get our TV going, we'll, you know, you give you enough time to get in shape and we'll do what we need to do. It's just odd. I don't know. It's just a really, really odd match. Anything else you've been watching any MLW? I'm watching nothing. <laughs> Like I barely had time to watch the Hulu version of the of Raw, but no, I mean I, I want to get back into his stuff. But yeah, I watched the uh, the New Japan. But uh, no, there's a lot of stuff I, I need to watch, but I'll get back into it soon. All Just, right. Uh, had to deal with a few issues here, but yeah. That's life, man. Plus, you're not missing much if you duck out on Raw and SmackDown right now. To be honest, the, the other wrestling around the world is far more entertaining. Oh yeah, definitely. Like I still haven't even seen uh, Fantasmo wrestle in in New Japan. Oh really? Uh, like I've seen the matches in, in Red Pro or whatever. Yeah, Robbie Eagles in uh, Will Osprey are gonna have a match in Melbourne in a couple of weeks, maybe a month, and then after that, it's gonna be lining up for Fantasmo against Osprey for the title, probably. Well, isn't there a title match coming up that they're gonna have somewhere? That's Robbie Eagles and uh and Will Osprey in Melbourne. Yeah, I know. I'd, I'd heard something about that. Yeah. But no. Yeah. What do you What do you recommend that I check out some MLW? Yeah, check out some MLW. Check out. Um, I have to go all, go all the way back to the stuff. No, no, like no. Eight, there's just, like eight weeks worth of TV that I missed. No, was, no, 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 no. Just the show. Yeah. So I actually want to watch. Just yeah, if you go back, start at um. The special show that Selena De La Renta produced, if you start at that one and come forward, 
that's pretty good because they have like a they have like a never oh they have like an open weight championship tournament that starts in that time frame. So yeah, there's a lot of good yeah. Because like the show that I that I was at, I really I really want to watch that on on TV. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. That's episode. I think that's episode like forty nine, fifty, fifty one. Those are all the three episodes that uh, were taped over WrestleMania weekend. So Selena Delorento used to wrestle. Yeah, she did. And, uh, she got hurt. I'm, I'm oh, is that oh is that what it is? I thought yeah. it was just because she sucked really really badly. No, no, no. She got hurt. She was dude. <laughs> she was like Lacey Evans level horrible. But she's such a good talker though. Yeah, and that's what saved her. That's you know what I mean, like. No, she she was going under a different name. She wasn't going under Selena De Laurenta. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, she was just really, really bad. I was just like, I feel I feel bad for this poor girl. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even I didn't know it was the same person, but I remember someone brought it up, and I was like, oh, that's who she used to be. Well, she was she was shit. Well, she's definitely landed on her feet in MLW. She is the number one heel manager. On the show, and uh, yeah, she gets a lot of TV time, and she gets to talk a lot. Right. I mean, like it's it's not just the you know she she's a good talker, but damn it, look at her. <laughs> I mean, that, that's the obvious. It's <laughs> trying to. I was trying to emphasize that she has more skills than just that. Okay. Right. <laughs> So at this point, Sam, give the people your shout outs and thank yous for this week on the WrestleCast. Shout out to, to Don and DD, of course. Shout out to Greg. Is he uh, still, uh, how's he holding up? Uh, we talked to him a couple of weeks ago. He was on the show. He he was doing okay. He was, uh, you know, getting into the groove there. So, uh, you know, every every day and every week he learns a little bit more, becomes a little bit more comfortable, we guess. Nice. So yeah, shout out to Nikki, of course. And I think that's about. It. I haven't even been on Twitter. Like, I mean, I, I, I come in and out, but nothing really spectacular or anything. So I think that's going to be it on my end. All right. I'd like to thank Sam for being able to join me this week on this edition of the WrestleCast. I'd like to thank my SmackDown Matters correspondent, Miss Didi Jonet. I'd like to thank Greg as well and everybody who listens to CSPN, Cash Strong Style, and the WrestleCast. Program note, next week it will be the Ladies Night edition of the WrestleCast, hosted by Jay to the Max and Miss Didi Jonet. And we'll find someone else to join them. So the shenanigans will ensue. Like I said, please support the CSPN, support the WrestleCast, CSPN.us. Click on the Keep Our Podcast Free banner at the top of the page. Go on to our Patreon page. Subscribe to the Dark Match. Patreon.com forward slash CSPN Media. And also, you can buy some WrestleCast merch at our Teespring store, Teespring.com stores slash CSPN. So there's a bunch of ways you can support the WrestleCast and CSPN. Please do that. We cannot do this each and every week without your support. So for my Rawcast reporter, Samuel Colunga, I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and this has been episode 241 of the WrestleCast. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. Ladies and gentlemen, 
My name is Paul Heyman. I'm, I'm disturbed by the level of animosity and hostility between my client, Brock Lesnar, and your universal heavyweight champion, Seth Rollins. Last week, right here on Raw, admittedly against my wishes, admittedly against his own better judgment, my client, Brock Lesnar, did not cash in the Money in the Bank contract. Instead, Brock Lesnar took the position that he can take the title from Seth Rollins on any day, but he will deliver beatings to Seth Rollins on every day. And my client, Brock Lesnar, with lust for Seth Rollins' suffering, put a beat down on Seth Rollins that Seth Rollins delivered to Brock Lesnar 72 hours ago at Super Showdown when your champion stood here in this ring just about an hour or so ago and admitted that with a steel chair in his hand, he put a beating on Brock Lesnar with that chair over and 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 over again. that you cheer for? Seth Rollins is not a worthy universal champion. Seth Rollins is a feckless thug and a stupid feckless thug at that because by giving Brock Lesnar that beating, Seth Rollins has now guaranteed that Brock Lesnar continues to be Mr. Money in the Bank 2019. Now before, my client Brock Lesnar and I were willing to tell you and Seth Rollins when we were cashing in money in the bank, no longer, no more Mr. Nice Jew, no more Mr. Nice Beast. Now, we're not going to tell you when we're cashing in the money in the bank contract. So I'm not insinuating that Brock Lesnar is here in San Jose, California tonight. But I'm not insinuating that he's not either. I'm not insinuating that Brock Lesnar will show up when Seth Rollins is in Winnipeg, or when Seth Rollins is in Anaheim, or when Seth Rollins is in San Diego, but I'm not insinuating that he won't. I'm not insinuating that Brock Lesnar will be the special guest referee when Seth Rollins tries to defend the title against Baron Corbin at stomping grounds but I'm not insinuating that he won't be either. I won't insinuate that my client Brock Lesnar will wait till Seth Rollins is at his most vulnerable. We'll put a beating down on Seth Rollins at that moment that violates the PG era of WWE. And I'm not going to insinuate that after that beating, then Brock Lesnar will take the universal title away from Seth Rollins. Because ladies and gentlemen, that's not an insinuation. It's not even a prediction. It's not even a spoiler. It's a threat. It's a promise. It's a guarantee. A guarantee from my client, 
the multi-time and future reigning, defending, undisputed, universal heavyweight champion, the Beast Slayer Slayer, Brock Lesnar.